Welcome to Lead with Less, the podcast for confident professionals with me, your host, Tash Peterson, Certified Leadership and Mindset Coach. This is the podcast for confident professionals that will help you move through overwhelm, burnout and self-doubt by sharing actionable strategies and practical steps that can have an immediate impact for you. With a mix of solo and guest episodes, I will share everything I've learned and applied over the last decade that has enabled me to create an extremely successful HR career and since then a profitable and thriving coaching business, all while blending it with everyday life and motherhood. I've also coached and empowered over 150 clients through one-on-one coaching and group programs to transform their lives and careers using these strategies. They now confidently thrive as their best selves and now I want you to have access to all of the goods too. This is the perfect spot if you're new to your career, a seasoned professional or aspiring into a people leadership role and want to lead with less so you can live and work with more confidence, clarity and energy. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Lead With Less. This is going to be a quick fire episode following a coaching conversation that I had with a director of operations. And he's someone that I've worked with uh, for a number of years over a couple of roles. He's been through a lot of different challenges as a people leader and also a lot of growth that he's gone through himself mindset wise and also as a, as a leader. And this particular coaching session was after a really tough year. It's been a really tough year that he's navigated with his team and with the organization going through shifts and changes. And he was finding himself kind of getting caught up and entrenched in the challenge. And I know many of you can relate to this as well. It can be so easy to get so consumed in things when they feel hard, when they feel really challenging. And it's hard to kind of snap yourself out of that it's hard to find the optimism or the shift in perspective that can be really helpful to move through periods like that so I wanted to record this episode to offer four questions that you can ask yourself when things feel really hard and these are questions that you can actually kind of give yourself to preempt challenging chapters or challenging experiences you know so for me, I actually use these prompts to preempt a really challenging period coming up. So, you know, for instance, business growth or leveling up into the next stage of my business or creating, you know, something new in my business and in my offering and that requiring more of me. I use these prompts to kind of preempt where hard is likely to pop up and then I can have these questions to come back to and kind of already set my answers of how I move move through it if these feelings do come up. So it can be a really great brain short-circuiting process, like if you're in it, these can be really powerful questions to help you navigate and move through it, or they can be questions that you can preempt how you're going to move through hard periods of time, because we all go through challenging periods, all go through hard periods, and it's all about what's the perspective and the viewpoint that we're going to bring to it, the mindset that we're going to bring to it to help us move through it in a quicker or more easeful way. So. I'm just going to dive in. I don't want to take too much time. And I just want to offer these four prompts in the hope that they are really helpful and supportive for you. The first prompt is actually challenging yourself and asking, where am I making this harder for myself? Now, I am so, so prone to this. I make everything harder because I know 
I know I have this belief in my brain somewhere that great things come from extremely hard work. And that is a very old school way of thinking. It's a very old belief that is entrenched in the hustle culture, the work hard, you know, play hard kind of culture where we can only inherently have success if we work really hard to get it. Now, I'm not saying that effort isn't required, but if it doesn't have to feel hard, right? If it can be challenging, if it can be, you know, it can they can feel like big things that we're moving through, but they don't have to necessarily feel hard. What I've actually experienced, and when I was talking to this leader, when I asked him this question and I said, where might you be making this harder for yourself? It kind of stopped him in his tracks and he's like, wait, wow where am I actually making this harder? And some of the things that you could be doing that could be making it harder for yourself is where are you overcomplicating something that could be extremely simple? Where are you adding more steps into a process that don't actually need to be there? Where are you worrying about things that you can't control? Where are you trying to make things perfect when done is good enough? You know, there are so many ways where we make things really hard for ourselves that are so unnecessary, that takes so much more energy that we just don't need to be spending on these things. So this question is really powerful to just short circuit the brain and be like, where am I making this harder for myself? Where am I doing things that I actually don't need to be doing right now? Where am I actually creating problems (laughs) where problems don't exist? And this is a really great question to just stop yourself in your tracks and get you to step more into a reflective space rather than a reactive space. Often when we are making things harder for ourselves, we're reacting. We're reacting to what's coming at us. We're reacting to what's going on rather than actually sitting back and being like, okay, what's happening? What's going on? And what do I actually need to be addressing? What do I actually need to be solving? What do I really need to be doing? So this is a really, really, really powerful question to make sure that you're actually not the one making things harder. Because for me, I definitely am. (laughs) More often than not, I am definitely the one making things harder. The second question, where am I focusing on everything instead of focusing only on the next thing? If you've been listening to all of the Lead With Less episodes, you will have listened to the Overwhelm Buster episode I'll link it in the show notes if you haven't listened to the episode go back and listen to it but this is one of the critical points that I talk about in reducing overwhelm overwhelm is when we think when we're thinking about all of the things versus only thinking about the next thing now the thing is we can't do everything at once but we can do the next thing right now so often when things are feeling really hard and a tendency that we can have when things are starting to feel harder is we then start thinking about all of the things, which then only makes things feel harder. Go figure, right? So asking yourself the question of when am I, where am I focusing on everything instead of focusing on only the next thing? Because if you kind of bring yourself back, reset, refocus, and only think about the next thing, things start feeling infinitely simpler. And I chose the word simple instead of easy because sometimes things can be simple and still not feel easy. However, they can feel a little bit more easeful, right? When we're thinking about the 10,000 things on our to-do list or the 100 emails in our inbox or all of the things we need to do when we get home, all of the things that we need to do to get ready for the weekend away with the kids, that feels hard. Like, how am I even going to get that all done? Like, 
where do I even start? It's too hard. And then the brain shuts down. It's too overwhelmed. And then we just don't do anything. And then we kind of get caught in the paralysis trap. And then we just don't go anywhere. And it all just gets worse. Whereas if you can bring yourself back and ask, what is the next thing I can focus on? What is just the next thing for me to do? And then do that thing. Once you've done that thing, then you move to the next thing. This can instantly make things feel simpler, easier, and more easeful. It means that you can kind of just tick one thing off. If you are a ticker, you love to tick things off, feel achieved, feel accomplished. It's a great way to kind of give that sense of satisfaction of, yes, okay, I've done this thing. And it almost gives you that motivation to, to, to do the next thing, to tick off the next thing. So use this question when you're kind of really getting frazzled, you're getting caught up in everything. Where am I focusing on everything instead of focusing on only the next thing? And then only doing the next thing. Once you've done that, then the next thing. Once you've done that, then the next thing. That's the only way we get stuff done is one thing at a time and continuing to do the next thing. That's how we move through the insurmountable, overwhelming workload of what we do. And also, this is just a reminder as well, like you're never going to get it all done, but you can do the next thing, right? Because even if you got your to-do list done, more things will be added to the list and you'll just be in this perpetual cycle of doing. It's the nature of life. <laughs> so how can we make it feel simpler and more easeful? The third prompt or the third question that you can use when things feel really hard is, if I could only do three critical success tasks to move the needle in my workload, in my life, in this activity, what would they be? If I could only do three critical success tasks to move the needle, to create change, to make a shift, to move forward, what would they be? This really feeds under the the previous question, right? Everything eventually is important. Otherwise, they wouldn't be things that need to be done. But not everything is necessarily important right now, in this moment, in this next hour, in this next day, in this next week. Not everything is necessarily the most critical thing to do right now. And so what I tell all of my clients is, is like, what are the three critical success tasks that's going to move the needle for you? You know, a lot of people have BAU work that's ongoing, business as usual. It's something you do every day, every week, every month. And then there are critical things that can only be done at certain points or that feed into something greater, right? Like a project or an objective or a strategy or something like that. So if you think just day to day, what are the three critical success tasks for today that is going to move the needle on things that will have an impact if they're not done? Those are the things you focus on first. Me included, and a lot of the clients that I work with get so caught up on everything has to get done every day. Whereas I actually know, like really know, you know, like if we take this example out of the workplace and we kind of look in our personal life, laundry doesn't necessarily have to be done every single day unless you literally run out of clothes every single day. So how can you take the pressure of yourself of like, okay, I'm going to do laundry on a Wednesday and a Saturday because that's what gets our family through having enough clothes. Uh, and that's actually what works really well and reduces my mental load. Whereas maybe you've just gotten into the habit or the expectation that you have to do laundry every day because for some reason you think that that's what success is or that's what makes you a good mother or a good parent. Whereas like, actually, no, your laundry doesn't need to be done every day. Every third or fourth day actually works really well. and 
no one has to go anywhere naked. <laughs> you know, same things like where are other ways that you can look at this? Like, what are the three critical success tasks that genuinely have an impact if they're done or not done? So if they're done, it moves other projects forward. It allows other things to get done. It allows other things to happen. Or if they don't get done, it grinds other things to a halt. Like it literally has a very visible, tangible impact if it's not done. Those are the critical success tasks, right? Like, you need to cook dinner because you need to eat or your family needs to eat. So that's a critical success task. Do you need to be doing all of these other 50 billion things around your house? No, because they're not actually a critical success tasks task to your family moving through another day of life. So it's really about how can we just focus on what is the most critical thing that's going to move us forward in this next day or in this next week or in this next month or whatever it is. This also in some ways links to my episode on minimal viable planning. So, you know, I will link that in the show notes as well. I think that's episode 16, maybe going back and having a listen to that episode as well to implement some minimal viable planning in your life or in your work that can be really useful as well. But this is a really, really, really key question that can, again, short circuit the brain in going, everything's critical, everything's urgent, because it's not. Let's be honest, it just really isn't. So be really challenging with yourself, like really challenge yourself. You know, the three C's that I talk about in the rewiring your mindset episode, catch talent change, catch the expectations you're setting for yourself, challenge them. Are they really realistic? Are they really necessary? And change them to what are the critical success tasks that you're actually going or that you actually need to do to move forward. And the last question that can be really helpful when things feel hard is, this question sounds so ridiculously simple. And because of that, it's so ridiculously powerful. It's the flip on the first question. And this question is, if this was easy or easier, what would I do? So if this situation, this period of life, this chapter, if it was easy, or if it was easier than it is right now, what would I do? And as I ask that question, I actually just think about what we're going through right now. Jake is currently trying to push molars out through his little gums. Can't even imagine. And I'm really not enjoying the lack of sleep process that kind of comes from that. So I'm actually going to sit with this question of, if this was easier, what would I do? How would I be reacting? What would I not be doing? What would I be prioritizing? And you can ask this for literally anything you know, relationships, if this relationship with this person was easier, what would I do? How would I show up with them? How would I talk to them? How would I respond? In a work context, if this project was easier, what would I do? Some variations of this question that can be really helpful as well that I use a lot in coaching is, if you knew the answer, what would it be? A lot of people say, I don't know. Do you, is it? Do you not know, actually? Or are you just trying to think of the right answer versus thinking of an answer, acting and seeing if it works or not. If this was easy or easier, what would I do? If you really, really, really kind of give this question the time and space and power that it has, things can feel so different. Just like the first question, where am I making this harder for myself? Nine times out of 10, we are making things hard. 
whether it's because of how we're choosing to react, how we're choosing to think about it, how we're choosing to feel about it, how we're choosing to avoid it, how we're choosing to confront it, whatever. Nine times out of 10, we're making a lot of these situations harder for ourselves. So if that can be true, then equally, we have the power to make things easier. If this was easy or easier, what would I do? Powerful question. So there they are. I'm not going to go into too many Tash tangents over this because otherwise this will turn into a way long episode and I just wanted to really keep it kind of nice and simple and short. The four questions, and you can only use one or two or you can use all four, whatever works for you. First question, where am I making this harder for myself? Be really blunt with yourself. Be really, really blunt. Where am I focusing on everything instead of only focusing on the next thing? Where can I just literally make it simpler? If I could only do three critical tasks to move the needle in my work or in my life, what would they be? If I did these three things, I would be successful. Like, what would they be? And if this was easy or easier, what would I do? I swear, I promise, I guarantee. If you give these questions the time and the space, they will literally make things feel more easeful in your life. But you have to be willing to challenge your thinking. You have to be willing to take responsibility. You have to be willing to shift your perspective to the possibility that things could be different purely from the way that you're showing up for them, purely for the from the things that you're choosing. And the more that you practice kind of coming back to these questions, really anchoring in the things that are actually critical, anchoring into the way that you really want to show up and experience things, it will flow into the rest of your life. It will naturally become the way that you do things and show up. You will digress to think to making things hard and focusing on everything and being overwhelmed like you'll digress to that because you're human and we're human and I just still do it all the time I've been doing this work for eight years and I'm still finding myself in these moments but I'm not in them for as long anymore and that's the key right the more that you practice catching challenging and changing the way that you think the way that you feel and the way that you react like act on things the quicker these transitions will happen over time, the less the less time and energy you'll spend in these situations that keep you stuck, drained, and feeling hard. So those are the four questions. Let me know what you think. Let me know which question is going to be the most impactful for you, which one you're going to practice. I'd really, really, really love to hear your feedback. And as I mentioned, we will put the other episodes that I referred to in the show notes so you can touch base with them. And yeah, I hope that these questions are really helpful for you. And I hope that they create more easeful experiences moving forward. Thank you for listening to this episode of Lead With Less, the podcast for confident professionals with me, Tash Peterson. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and take a moment to leave a review on iTunes. As a thank you, each month, one lucky reviewer will get a 45-minute one-to-one coaching session with me where you will get the tools and strategies to lead with less burnout, overwhelm, and self-doubt. And if you know anyone who could benefit from listening to the show, then please do share this with them and help me reach as many confident professionals as possible.